It's the Shiny Squirrel Podcast, the Nerdling Edition. This is a new podcast I'm bringing to the Shiny Squirrel Podcast Network. Yeah, that's right. We're still branching out into many more new things, but we're called the Nerdlings. This is the Nerdling Podcast because we are going to talk about something each week that has to do with the world of being nerdums. This week we're going to talk about comic books. I'm W.C. Chronicles, your usual host with the others. And I hail from the West Coast, but also joining me and going to be doing this Nerdlings podcast because he brings a Jersey edition. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Jersey Mike. I have that East Coast opinion that you can't turn around love or hate. It is what it is. This is true. I picked Mike to do this podcast with me because we both bring a prospect, a prospect, new word I'm going to invent, prospect. It's prospect. Prospect. Uh-huh. That go with uh, Rospect? Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rospect. <laughs> so anyway, because you got you bring the East Coast aspect. You grew up. You're on the we're kind of near the same age, but we got we were there at the beginning of most everything, sort of. Exactly. Can't miss can't miss those '80s, man. And now this comic book, 1976. Count that. Almost 40 years ago. Yeah. Now I posted a few photos of this comic book called it's the Battle of the Century. Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man. Posted a few pictures of it on the Instagram account. And this came out in 1976. Mike was just looking at it a little bit here. What are your thoughts on it? Let me tell you something. That's our bicentennial 200-year birthday of America. And the quality and the craftsmanship of this cover, front and back, is just amazing. It just jumps out at you like a 3D, old, awesome actually quality work you know what i mean quality good stuff i mean look at this you got superman getting ready to bang out with spider-man on top of friggin uh it looks like the i don't know if that's the empire state building it's like the top of metropolis yeah and it's just yeah it's just crazy and they're ready to duke it out and stuff it's just like you're talking spider-man with his spider senses and superman with his x-ray vision how much better can a comic book get and it's not let's let's get this straight it's not your standard stock comic size not like that 8 by 11 notebook paper this is the large size edition it's probably about 18 by 12 stock paper and it has well over i believe it's 100 pages in it now that was worth two dollars back in 1976 so imagine the illustration, the thought process. I mean, it says DC and Marvel Comics presents Present. Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man. That's incredible. Yeah. Now I don't know if DC and Marvel have done any other tie-in comics together. Maybe if there's some listener out there that could let us know that, send us an email or send us an Instagram message. But I let me tell you how I require, acquired this. I was about six years old, and I would always remember when my parents would go to this grocery store in Portland. It was called, a grocery store called Fred Meyer's. While they're taking care of stuff and check out, I would go wander over to these two comic book magazine racks that they had, the spinning kind. And I remember oh, wow. seeing them, and Mommy, can I... And, <laughs> and this is when they were a dime or six cents or some little one-digit price. And I would see this. I remember seeing this in the truck the spinning round and just like oh my two most favorite superheroes superman and spider-man i want that but two dollars there's no way you can get it no that's like uh like 20 or 30 dollars today it's just amazing i mean if you think about it you had you know 
Peter Parker and Clark Kent. I mean, these guys are just ordinary people that worked in a newspaper. News Both newspaper reporters. Yeah. And who would have thought that these guys are going to be superheroes and duke it out and turn around and go after evil villains and stuff? I mean, this thing here just jumps out on the page from you. Yeah. you it, this is just incredible. This is just like, holy smokes. This is what every kid wanted. This, it's just this, like, is, yeah. this is the best of both worlds right here. Yes, it is. And I, I, in the comic book, Superman helps Spider-Man defeat Doc Ock, I believe it is. And then uh, Spider-Man helps Superman defeat Lex Luthor. Which is, yeah, that's the storyline that goes on in this. But I, I never bought this originally when I was a kid. Oh, no? And I, nope, never got it. Wow. Fast forward to the year about 2000. I was living in Corvallis, Oregon. And I was talking to a neighbor friend about telling him we were talking about this. This is when the internet was still kind of in its infancy. <laughs> wow. He went on eBay, and I think he paid $12 for it and wow. got it for me for my birthday. I was just floored because I wanted it ever since then, and then I got it finally. And that's, see, that's, that's a friend who actually got you something you wanted. And, you know, as guys, unfortunately, it is what it is. We're grown up. You know, but we're still kids, and this represents your childhood right here. I it mean, is. Come on. DC Comics, Superman, The Amazing Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Remember? Spin a web anytime. Watch out. Here goes the Spider-Man. Ex exactly. Exactly. In the thrill of the night. That was the thrill of, of the comic book. You could yeah. disappear into that little world. But, you know, I, I've never, being a collector, not a hardcore collector, because this is probably the one of only a few comics that I own, I never really looked up the price of it. So the other day, I went on Google, I punched really? it, really, yeah, I punched in the words Spider-Man, Superman, on, on uh, Google, punched, hit the, sh the shopping icon. Okay. This thing's worth, what, not necessarily worth, but what they're asking for it in the market is something like around an average of a hundred, and I'm, I'm choking on that, hundred and fifty dollars. You gotta be kidding me. I no am No way, kidding. seriously, a hundred and fifty dollars, I mean, that's like, wow, not only do you get like... The thrill of being a kid, like the excitement of America, the superheroes and stuff, you actually have an investment here. It is. It's I, incredible. I, I've never done the math, but I didn't have time to do the math, but it's probably 100% return or more. Wow. That's something else, man. And I'll tell you what, the cover or the back cover is just yes. amazing how they stand there with the confidence. You see Spider-Man, you see Superman smiling. I've never seen... Awesome artwork like this on a comic book. This just shows you the quality that went into this. I wonder how long it takes them or it took them to come up with the idea to draw this. How long, you know, did they really take to come up with the design for this, the drawing and stuff? You know, that's just not an overnight thing. Look at the quality I of this. I think they do comics the same way they do, like, uh, TV shows or cartoon animations. They okay. do, they do a, a wall board, storyboard, so they can get it up in front of them and so they wow. see everything. Can you imagine having this? on a storyboard working each frame I bet I, I, around the room and around and around I can't believe this because you see in the, some of the graphics here the guy look, loose Lex there goes to jail I mean look at this they have actual pictures of him you know in jail I mean you know different yeah, stuff it, like that it's in chapters three yeah, chapters three chapters I mean look at this you got Spider-Man I mean he's shooting his <laughs> web stuff like that then in this chapter here you got the original swoosh, sprank, you know, skirt stuff, like them awesome <laughs> words. Crash, there goes Superman. Him and um, 
uh, Spider-Man are duking it out a little bit. I mean, these is this this is really what everybody wanted. This is what movies were made of. This is what today's movies yes. are based on. In Iron Man and stuff are based on these characters who came out of DC Comics, and the quality of this is incredible. You're a blessed guy to have this. This is really cool. Well, I'm, I'm I never found out how many of them they made, but I'm kind of curious how far down the road because because they got this. The new Superman versus Batman movie. They're bringing Justice League to the big screen. This right here could be a script for a movie. Can I tell you something? I wonder if uh, the person you said that Myers uh, story you went to. Yeah. Any relation to uh, Michael Myers from uh, Halloween? No relation to Michael but Myers. But again, who knows? <laughs> who this knows? could be something else. I mean, like, could you imagine Superman, Spider-Man versus Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger? Could you imagine some kind of crazy something like that? I this know, is where it starts. I remember seeing a crossover comic. My brother had it, which is another whole other topic. It was a crossover. It was the regular size uh, print, the, the 8 by 11 sort of size. But it was Spider-Man joins in with the Transformers. Wow. Now, who would have thought that? Now, that's friggin' pretty cool. Now, you could Google that one and see, huh. that, see, a, see a picture huh. of that one. Show Spider-Man swinging in front of uh, Optimus Prime. That's crazy. And Optimus Prime, it looks like he had like uh, an octopus. He was like had six different fingers or the arms and stuff. And well, that was, that was Dr. Ock. Okay, Dr. Ock. Okay. Transformers. Okay. <laughs> well, Dr. Ock's got my attention here because he was just be able to get you with a couple, you know, get this one, that one with the arms. It's just amazing. How did these guys come up with these ideas for these characters? I mean, it's amazing. Well, what was your first comic book that you ever had, Michael? To be honest with you, Jersey Mike, probably Superman. And I had the uh, like the number one type of thing, but it wasn't like this, you know, like a, a big edition. It was that small one like this. I think it was like 40 cents or 30 cents or yeah. something. And you read it and it was like, wow, you know, this is like a euphoria as a kid. It's like, I'm going home, you're looking at, you know, um, the comic and it's just like, wow, you escaped to a new different world. Then they started not just having these comic books then they have them on TV. So you're like, I have my comic book right here. I have my cereal here as a kid and I could watch them on Saturday morning cartoons. Do you remember the ads they had in the comic books for like x-ray? There'd be these ads for different things and you could get order x-ray glasses. Yes, I remember x-ray glass, glasses and stuff. I remember they came out with that for like them 3D movies and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember I wanted a pair of those 3D, those x-ray glasses. Of course, they they aren't, they weren't real, but it was just all those different things. You know, smoke bombs, play jokes on your friends, those prank jokes. Wow. You could get them for a dime. And how about those crazy things like they used to have like them... Um, Weird snake stuff, or put it in like the the water, oh, and then oh, the oh, thing yeah. would blow up. The uh, sea, the over they called the sea. I don't remember. I just remember you put them in there, and before you yeah. know, we had something like a, from an inch to like eight eight like ten those inches. Little, yeah, those, 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 those sea families yeah. that grow. That's, that's what I'm saying. This was this was generations. Yeah, because there's no ads in this one. That's the thing. No, but the size sea of monkeys. This, sea monkeys. That was it. Sea monkeys, and you would get this. That the ad made it look like the sea monkeys was going to grow, and get uh, you know it. Your expectations of what you were going to get is not what the outcome was. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you something here. They have a little inside information on the guys, a little dot on the inside cover. Oh, look, Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan picture, Lee. Stan Lee and picture of him from 1976. And Carmine Infantino with like one of those long um, smoking um, cigar or like a cigarette thing. James, James, Jimmy Jameson. That's, yeah. that's Peter Parker's uh, boss. That's name it. We were talking before that's we started it. turn on. But what kind of comic book turns around and does this, gives you information on the author and stuff? I mean, this is really a rare find you got here, man. This is a cool stuff it gives you a little bit of this and that 
and it's just like wow and then on the front inside page it says at last the greatest team up of all superman and the amazing spider-man that's pretty cool. You could we could almost read this as a remember the old serials that they have in movies like Indiana Jones as a serial. Yeah, we could almost read this like chapter for chapter, make a podcast out of it as a serial. It actually wants you to make you think the way things are going nowadays. That it's like how how did people survive without a TV with all our technology? People did it from radio. They would broadcast, and yeah, now like what we're doing now the, the amazing Spider Man WCW presents. And then they act it out. That's true. You could almost you could almost have like an old time radio program. You could act out this comic book with the pals and the the sound effects. Bam! Crunch! Like like a foley artist. Like they'd hit the side of beef and make the sound effects. And, and we, yeah, and <laughs> you know, for rain and different stuff and lightning and power. I mean, this is where things started. I mean, it didn't start with. Go into your iPad or your cell phone and stuff like that. It yeah. grew it into it, but it grew from simple stuff. Simple stuff like that. I, I we would probably get in trouble if we started to read this material. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't want DC and Marvel lawyers coming at you. No. So that's how <laughs> awesome and rare of a find this is. But it also shows you as the nerdlings now we're going to be doing different topics and stuff like that. And this is something unbelievable. So you have to go to WCW Thuk Chronicles. The, um, the Instagram account is WCW underscore comedy. Go there, check this podcast out, check out this awesome thing from 40 years ago. Yeah, Most, yeah I was thinking it was 30 years ago, but he's like, this thing's 40. I'm like, oh my God, that's right. <laughs> 40 years old. It looks like it just came out of the shop yesterday. It's not just in great shape. It also gives you like, what was things like for kids that wasn't, weren't born back then? What was this like that's to true. be in a different era? To have a payphone, to have a television that didn't have cable and satellites and Before stuff. Before pagers. <laughs> yeah. It just had regular PBS and broadcasting and a came on at seven in the morning or eight at night that was life now here's another interesting thing my youngest brother's name's harold he always he loved uh, he didn't he didn't care much about this like superheroes but he loved gi joes he would always draw gi joes he would trace them and stuff he was kind of a gi joe star wars fan oh wow and he actually went to school he, he he grew up he would make his own little comic book single pages when he was 10 11 but then later he went to school and then later got hired and employed by dark horse comics really yeah so he's wow he still does it to this day what he was what he did for dark horse comics was he was a colorist and from what i understand that's the per person who gets the first photos just black and white sketchings and goes through with a computer and starts putting in colors highlighting where shades and different things should be before it goes to hard copy print Wow, what year was that? That would have been because Dark Horse, because the comic book industry crashed several years ago, from what I understand, because they were just glutting the market like crazy. Oh, wow. And Dark Horse, which is located in Milwaukee, Oregon, downtown Milwaukee, Oregon. I can't remember the guy's. Milwaukee, Oregon? Milwaukee, Oregon, yeah. Wow, I never heard of Milwaukee, Oregon. It's I heard of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but never. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Oregon. Milwaukee, Oregon. Yeah, wow. this, the, the owner of Dark Horse Comics is the guy who is responsible for the movie The Mask. The mask. The mask, because the mask was a comic from Dark Horse Comics. 
Wow. Did you know that? No, I did not. See, I learned something <laughs> here today. Listen to the podcast. You'll be learning things. I yes. didn't know that. That's something. So the comic book went from being a comic book to a major motion picture. That's it. Yeah. And it can't. Wow. But they, they ended up having the comic book industry crashed and my brother lost his job there. But the thing is with the internet, he was able to go independent. So he still does color separation work, I believe is the correct title for it. Wow. And he still does that in that industry. You hear that now? Anybody knows anything? Contact uh, WC Chronicles. Uh, just contact us, yeah. And that way you never know because his brother, if he worked for Dark Horse, you know, you never know what his, yeah. he has in his mind he, to create. He did have one, he did do one cover for G.I. Joe's. He got to do all the cover and everything, so he got his name on it. I'm not sure the number of it, but I can dig that out and oh, check it Oh, definitely. That'll be another podcast because G.I. Joe, if anybody remembers that from the, the 60s and early 70s, mm -hmm. G.I. Joe was about a foot long. He His head used to come off. He used to have yeah. like, different kinds of uniforms and stuff. They used to have... Um, the tall plastic... Uh, uh, not little army men, but no, the tall plastic G.I. Exactly. Joe figures. And he had real clothes, real shoes, real, you know, different kinds of... Um, weapons and stuff he had like different kinds of uh how do you say outfits like there was a uh, yeah. space gi joe or something there was space gi joe and it's just like amazing how that came out and where did that originally start from you know what i'm saying gi joe it, go back, it goes back to the 40s actually world war ii i really don't know but i know they also had dog tags. i remember they used to have a case and it was when you collected it you would put his item in there you had to buy everything that separately was it, was it a case that you opened yeah up? Exactly. And you talk about the 40s. So there was the Superman comics every so often where he would be fighting Hitler or something. I never saw that. I, it, I remember seeing pictures of it. or It was at a comic book convention but where the, wow. the, the, the Justice League heroes would go and they would fight the Germans in World War II. Wow. That's something else, man. See, now that, that's what you call... Um, pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. You can't beat that. And what's neat about it is you can take a few search terms and go on Google and find pictures of these original comics. Now you see that? And we have an original comic right here. So how can you go wrong with that? So they do exist. They do exist. I mean, do you have any comics in your collections back in Jersey? Uh, no. Unfortunately, everything, you know, I probably like a lot of other people back then, you throw it out because you don't save it and stuff. Yeah. And uh, it winds up in, like everything else in New Jersey, like they say, we're the toxic waste state. So it winds up in our <laughs> toxic landfills or whatever. But we're not really like that. We're just people that are people, but just a little fast forward and opinionated. Now, what was your least favorite comic? I can tell you mine. Uh, the one I didn't care for much. Probably something to do with like uh, Groucho, what's his name from uh, Cookie Monster or something Close. like that. Yeah. Close. Archie and the gang. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember some of them. They weren't my favorite, but I'll tell you what, I didn't like... I didn't like some of them other weird ones they yeah, had. Yeah, I had Archie and Jughead and, and Reggie and Moose. But I, would, I do have to give kudos. Later on, as you got older in life, you realized how nice those drawings of Veronica. And cool how they were, these guys. You know, these were the, the hipsters in yeah, the 40s. Yeah, they were the 50s. hipsters of their time. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't know this growing up, but they're cool. So no negativity towards you guys. It's a blessed thing. It's just when you're young growing up, it's kind of like being... They uh, were the inspiration for the people who drew Jessica Rabbit. There you go. Who, who, who drew Veronica and the other chick i can't remember her name it's like you know that's why they call it the nerdlings we're not the most popular people so yeah but that's what it is but you know i'm not a what do you call that a scientist rocket scientist and stuff it's just i'm a nerd thing we're the nerdlings the nerdlings so i want to talk about somebody who i had a chance to meet a year ago 
and actually got to do some work in his house in my day job. Who was that? It's a guy, he, he's a resident here, and actually we should, I, wanted, I forgot just one thing I wanted to say at the beginning. We are coming to you recording live from near the Las Vegas Strip. Only a mile away, right around the corner from some of the best hotels, beautiful looking showgirls, some of the best entertainment and restaurant, Las Vegas. And Come see us. some of the worst, too. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Las Vegas has a lot of famous residents, but this is one of the let most... Let me guess. Can I take a guess? You can, can take a guess. guess? You can have a guess. You uh, let guess. me see. I'm going to say uh, <laughs> Joe Jackson. I didn't know Joe Jackson was a resident of Las Vegas. Yes, Joe Jackson is. Michael Jackson's father actually lives oh, here. Oh, that Joe Jackson. Yes. I thought you meant stepping out Joe Jackson. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, that's okay. So it's not Joe Jackson. I give up. Who is it? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage yeah. from Valley Girl. From from all... The from, Matrix. From the ma No, he didn't do Matrix. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. See, I'm a nerdling. I don't get everything right. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Uh... Wait Honeymoon in Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas. Uh, I think it was 3,000 Miles from Graceland. Yeah, that other, the movie he did with John Travolta, Face Off. Was oh, that, yeah, was Face that Off, where they took each other's face and that stuff. That was it, yeah. That one Nicolas was Cage, let me explain something to you. You are a very incredible actor, great guy. So if you can get this podcast, please contact us because we are very good people who are very good actors, improv, and stuff like that, and you rock, sir. And I did some work in your home, sir, but I had to be professional because my day job is I, I'm a design consultant for high-end furniture. That's what I do. I was in his home to repair some high wow. furniture. Men you never shared that with me. What are you keeping all these secrets for? Well, I well I didn't have to sign a confidentiality, but I can tell you about his house if you want. He, I will say this: he did have on his wall a photo of him in um, uh, the guy Lee, Stan Lee, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Oh wow! I'm blanking on names here. You are blanking on the names here. You ain't to share any information. You know, like the Italians. You know I'm bad on names a lot. <laughs> but he had, a, he had an autographed photo of himself with Stan Lee on his wall. That must be incredible. In his kitchen. I was in wow. I was in his kitchen. You were in Nicolas Cage's kitchen? Yes. I was. What in, does the man eat? Uh, well, when my first visit there, he was getting up and he was having breakfast cereal. Wow. Because he stuck his head around the corner, didn't get to meet him, but the second, third time, met him. Very nice oh, guy, cordial. Wow, you met Nicolas Cage. Wow. He's a nice guy. But I got some Nicolas Cage comic <gasps> book facts. Do you there. really? Yes. Awesome. Let's bet, roll. I bet there's some you don't even know. Okay? So I'm going to start with the one that just came out in the news recently. Because there was talk that he was supposed to be in the role of Superman in the movie back in the 90s. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And some videotape finally surfaced. It's on, it's on the internet. It came out, I don't know, maybe three or four months ago of him wearing the outfit that was going to be Superman's new costume. Oh, Wow. And it, it's he's just trying it on. He's got long hair, but it's 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 the nineties, Nicolas Cage. Wow, that must have been something. Seeing that. It I can show it to you later. Oh, definitely it, like it, to see that. Definitely show it to you. Now, he had his 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 uh his current wife his third wife, her name's Alice Kim. She's a very nice lady, I met her too. Wow. His son, who's about nine years old now, I think it is, his name is KL. KL, wow. After Superman? Wow, I'll tell you. Planet. Isn't that something? Superman's name. I'll tell you, this guy here is a true, true, true artist, man. Awesome person. I also have a Nicolas Cage story real fast. Yeah, go ahead. When I was vacationing with my parents and family in uh, Paradise Island, the Bahamas, 
Nicolas Cage was there at the roulette table with Priscilla um, uh, Marie Marie Presley at the really? time. Yeah, really. I could see them from there. He was the only gentleman and his beautiful lady that I've ever seen with a butler actually standing there and pouring him. I don't know if it was wine or um, champagne. I didn't want to, you know, make a rutkiss over it because I respect yeah. their privacy. But imagine that standing about 40, 40, 15, 20 feet, whatever it was, by Nicolas Cage in Paradise Island, seeing him, the only person I ever saw with a butler pouring champagne or wine with, with um, Lisa Marie Presley. How tall is Lisa Marie Presley? She was so short. She must be five foot two or three. Very yeah. short young lady. I couldn't believe I saw her first. I looked up. There's Nicolas Cage. I'm just like, wow. Because it's interesting because you, you have some icon people you follow. And then when you actually see how tall they are, it's like, I didn't realize that. Wow. Bigger than life. And, and you don't want to you know disrespect them or because they, they need their privacy too. Exactly. I, I respect you very much, sir, for that. And it was just incredible. That's what I had to do when I was at Mr. Cage's house is be professional and not go off the deep end. I would have loved to go off the deep end. You know, hey, can I get a selfie with wow. you? No, didn't do that. Nope. Didn't. But you're always respectable like that. That's why I like hanging out and working with you, especially being a nerdling. You're the senior nerdling. I'll be the junior nerdling. That's pretty good. Junior I'll nerdling. Learn. We'll get you a decoder ring and everything. All right. Activate. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's another thing I bet you didn't know about Nicolas Cage, okay? Of course, his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola. His real name is Nicolas Coppola. But he took his name Cage from a Marvel comic book hero named Luke Cage. Really? Wow. Now, I'm not real familiar about the character Luke Cage, but I guess he's a Mar obviously he's a Marvel comic book character. And that's where Nicolas Cage took his name from. I wonder what year that character came out. If it's something in the 60s or 70s or something like that? I don't know. I didn't have time to dig that deep. But I did, I did see passing four days ago on Netflix, they are now producing a show based on the Luke Cage Marvel, Marvel comic book character. Wow. What does that tell you? This guy is really something. It's coming around. Now, I got the final one. Do you want to hear it? Yes, sir. All right. So, Nicolas Cage being such a Superman comic book fan himself, Back in the year 2000, he he had, or prior to that, he purchased a Superman 1 action comic. Superman Only 1 action comic. Yeah, and now they said at the time they made 100 of these, 95 are gone, 5 are still in existence, 4 are held by... Uh, private owners and Nicolas Cage's one is the only one that was photographed. Wow! Because he he well, he bought it, okay? Wow! But it got stolen from him in two thousand. It got stolen. It got stolen from his house when he wasn't there, obviously. Wow. <laughs> but here's where the twist of fate comes in. It was eleven years later in the year two thousand eleven. They found it in a storage locker that was purchased, and they were able to track it down to him being the owner of it. That's almost like uh, lightning striking because something like yes. that you wouldn't expect that yeah. in a storage locker and, and they're able to trace it and return it yeah. to the gentleman. That's friggin' awesome. He was able to document and everything. But the thing is, about four months after that, he turned around and sold some of his comic book collection. He had a Batman number one, I think there was. Wow. He had some pencil sketches of like the first Wonder, Wonder Woman drawings. But he sold, turned around and sold it for $2.1 million. What? $2.1 million? $2.1 million. Wow. So that's a pretty good return on investment. 
The guy's talented, good-looking, and he's a smart investor. I'm telling you. Well, wow. Well, we don't know that about his castles that he keeps buying. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Go, go look that up. And we. I read. wonder if they have leprechauns in there and they have little gold little socks. <laughs> he probably wishes. <laughs> But I think that's bringing us to an end here of the first podcast of the Nerd Links here on the Shiny Squirrel Podcast Network. Anything else you want to throw in, Jersey Mike? Uh, Jersey Mike just wants to say thank you very much for being such a gracious host and uh, co-host in this. And I'm looking forward to doing many, many more podcasts. And hopefully we're going to generate a few from the strip and really get this going. We are, we are. And we are all oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't decided the topic yet, but we'll decide the topic next week. And we'll be back with the Nerdlings. Nerdlings.